What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This Haberman and Middlecoff segment is brought to you by Ease.com. Promo code HAM, Middlecoff. Promo code HAM, $20 off first purchase, over $50 free delivery. And it's brought to you by MyBookie.ag. Promo code HAM1. That's HAM, H-A-M, and the number one. You get your initial deposit, you get an extra 50% bonus. Now to the pod. If Gronk stays retired, I checked this the other day. We were talking about it. I think he'd be, he would match Gale Sayers. Maybe someone's written about this. But Gale Sayers was 34 when he went into the Hall of Fame. Uh, Gronk is 29, so uh, there's a chance that he would match Gale Sayers as the youngest Hall of Famer. Is there any part of you that thinks... Like, what percentage do you think we will see Gronk play in the NFL again? What's your percentage on that? I'd go 49.5. So almost 50-50. Yeah. That Gronk plays. Now, again, like... Will I it only say, be for the Pats? Yes. I, because, one, when you retire like him, they have his rights. They would never let him go. And I also think it's pretty clear that Gronk's only playing with Tom. They wouldn't trade him to the Niners for a fifth? No, that's not happening. And I would. Why would Gronk want to do that? Just loves Jimmy so much, John. That's what a Niner fan would tell you. Just Jimmy's yeah. so great. I think he's Tom's guy. Now I, I will say this: if we go this season and he does not play, my percentage drops precipitously. Like every year we get away from this year. Like to me, there's like a two-year window. I could see maybe a year off, comes back for one final run. Let's say the Pats get knocked out, you know, in the second round by the Chiefs, and they're like, "We need you." He's like, oh, I feel good. But I'd say once we get past 2000, so it's the 19 season. The, if we get past the 2020 season, I think it's zero. But I, I would give a two-year window where it's definitely alive. So we got to think it's alive, right? Because his agent, Drew Rosenhaus, went on television and said it's alive. The day after Gronk said he was retiring, Rosenhaus said, you know, who's to say that Brady doesn't call him and say, Gronk, we need you. And he goes back for some games. What do you think's more likely? That... The Patriots are 7-1, and one, and they call Gronk and say, hey, we're good, but we just, a little bit is what we need. Or the Patriots are 
four and four and they call Gronk and Gronk comes back. Now forget about whether or not you think the Patriots will be four and four, but I'm just saying what's more likely the Pats call them when they're rolling or when they're not. Cause to me, it's when I think it's if they're rolling and they're like, you know, the margins are going to be thin. We don't need a lot from you, Gronk, but just the little bit that you can give us can give us another Super Bowl. To me, it wouldn't be record wise. Because do you think the Patriots in the last 20 years have ever been 4-4? Four four? No, but you know what I'm saying. I know what you're saying. To me, it's all about the offense. Like, if they look like their passing game was fucked and they had no tight end, I could see them like, hey, we'll throw you $9 bucks for this eight games. It's like, damn, <laughs> seriously? It'd be one of those. More than, like, the record, if the record was bad and it was because the defense was playing shitty but their offense was elite, it'd be more they just don't have a target, right? Let's say they go into this draft, they try to draft a tight end, they try to draft a receiver, and those two guys can't play. Now, you would say, wouldn't you be shocked if they don't draft multiple skill guys in this draft with all these picks in the top three rounds? Yeah. So they probably come out with a tight end, they come out with a wide receiver, they're coming back, they still got an offensive line coming back, they got Sony Michelle, who's the kind of the breakout star of the playoffs, Edelman, not suspended this year, so they, they just need help on the outside. They just don't have wide receivers. I, wouldn't you be a little shocked if they don't take a wide receiver at 32 or a tight end? Yeah, I, like I fully moving. expect them to go offensive skill guy there, not running, but they just did running back early. Now the question would be historically he doesn't. He's missed, you know, in the mid-2000s. He never did it again. Yeah, I mean. They I, think, I think he'd rather trade for a guy. And, you know, we talk about this all the time. Like, he'd rather trade pick 32 for Odell Beckham, but that wasn't an option. Or, you know, I guess Antonio released something on his podcast of a conversation he had. Like, the Pacers were trying to get him. Like, I, I, that's what he wants, but it just doesn't really. And I think the Niners are going through this now, too. Like, it's not really available. Well, I think if they do what we're talking about, which is if their skill guys are you are really young, then Gronk would become more valuable to them. Because it's hard when that offense is It's hard for Tom. Yeah. Like, I mean, obviously, like you say, he's got jewels, but. You can only throw it to him so many times. Well. <laughs> yeah. But I just mean, you know. They no, can I, only, I know. I know. You do need some other. They don't have any other wide receivers. Now, they, better than any team in the league, utilize throwing to running backs. But the time, I mean, Gronk. Would you say the number – it was always Randy Moss. When you look at Randy Moss's run for the Patriots, like three and a half years. Like, to me, Gronk would be his most synonymous right-hand man. There's I would no say, way it's I, Randy. Gronk, I, I, Randy's not even second. I would say Gronk and Jules. Yes. Maybe Welker, Welker had a pretty good run. Yeah, that, I, he's ahead of him, too. Yeah. What Welker was – I think had like four seasons of 110-plus catches. So, it, it could be – I mean, it's pretty it, – I would recommend – when you do a list as fantasy draft, like Julian Edelman's going to have a hundred catches this season. Yeah. I mean, Edelman had, can you pull Edelman's up, five, you know, Edelman, or I mean, excuse me, Welker's five straight years with Tom, 112, 111, 123, 86, 122, then 118. I mean, guy fucking that. It's probably goes Gronk. Then Wes, you might be able to argue just on pure volume. Wes might be his most anonymous target. Yeah, so John, I've got the Patriots all-time leading receivers pulled up in front of me. Number one, the only guy in double figures, 10,352 receptions. Obviously, say it with me, Stanley Morgan. He was great. Number two, Gronk. Number three. How many many catches for Gronk? 
Uh, I'm going by yardage, but catches were five uh, 521. Okay. Uh, Wes Welker up next in yards, third in catches, 672. You want to go catches or yards? You want to go catches? Yeah, because yards. Okay, I think it's a good – I'm with you. Number one is Wes Welker then. Number two is Troy Brown, who I would have said I have ahead of Randy in terms of just synonymity, synonymousness. Just with, with the Belichick-Brady era. Yep. Stanley Morgan, Gronk. Would you say Troy Brown's a top five player in the Brady-Belichick era when you factor in that targets? He Offense fucking played and defense? defense? Offense and defense player? Edelman, Edelman did too, didn't he? He played safety in a couple games. Yeah. Uh, Gronk, Edelman, Ben Coates, Kevin yeah. Falk. Let's not forget about Kevin Falk. I think it was more the Dion Dion Branch. Another guy. James White is... He's James, moving up the list. James White is uh, 11 catches behind Randy Moss. Well, that's getting shattered. He's definitely going to break the record for running back catches on the Patriots, right? If he, he already has it. Well, he's behind... Yeah, I mean, he's still... He's about 200 behind Kevin Falk still. 200 catches? Yeah. Okay, might be a little challenging. Because he's got, whenever he's a free agent, they'll just let him go. You'd think. Don't forget Sneaky David Patton, 29th all-time. Not a bad player, guy. So, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't shock me if he comes back. Not necessarily expecting it, though. They have uh, Tony Romeo was a Patriot in the uh, early 70s. What do you think of Romo trying to get 10 million? Good see that story? Yeah, good for Tony. Go get it, like... Tony became one of the biggest NFL stories of 2018. Now, I also think it's kind of funny, and it doesn't do it justice, when they go, he's trying to surpass what Madden got in 1993. Right. Like, it's, the eight, it's like, oh, he's trying to surpass Madden's money, $8 million. You're like, oh, it's $2 million more. Yeah, 25 years ago. You have to put it in context. Like, it's insane. If, if we're going inflation everything, he should be asking for like 20. Well, what, who was the, what, what year was Matt, what, did Madden get that deal? Well, whenever Fox got the lead, yeah. I'm just it saying, was like 93, was, 92. Who was the highest paid NFL player that year? I mean, John Madden, John Madden. So, like, yeah, so in that context, if you what, just, what, what was Emmitt Smith's holdout? Remember you told me it was like four I, years, 22 million or something? Three, uh, no, I, was it that 12? much? I want to say I don't it was know. three what? years, 12 million. Madden was getting more than Emmitt, and Emmitt was like the MVP of the league. What was Reggie White's contract? Emmitt got... Four years, 13.6. What would you guess Reggie White's contract it was? $24 million? Fuck, guy, you're way off. $17 million. Oh, Wow. Reggie White agreed to a four-year deal worth $17 million. So Reggie White, average per year, we're talking like 16.25. That was inflated, though, John. How much was really guaranteed right, excuse at me, signing? 4.2.5. How much was guaranteed at signing? Well, they didn't talk about it like that back then. Uh, all right. Finally, the WGC. We're watching it. Thrilled that well, this is a Wednesday and this golf tournament's on, uh, which is great. Again, you're, you're right. I, I just – the Madden money is is out of context now. It's not – people should talk about it like it, it is. It'd be like Romo play. getting $29 million this year or 25 yeah. like he like basically playing on the tag, the quarterback tag. Yeah. Who do you think is more famous, Madden or Romo, given the times? Just like right now, we did a survey of all of America. Who would more people know? Well, if, if you could retroactively go back to like 93 oh, and Madden. right now, Romo. Madden. Yeah, bigger deal. Yeah. Because A, the video game, 
and B, less channels, just more like he was just more into like the the individual personalities were bigger just because there weren't as many of them. There weren't yeah. all these, you know. Video much... game, I, I don't know what year it started, but I mean, we're talking 93. It hadn't been out that long. Oh, well, yeah. In 1993, I see what you're saying. I would just yeah. say Madden's Peak far exceeds Romo's at this well, point in time. You could probably argue it's going to be borderline impossible for Romo to ever supplant Madden just from the fact that, again, the video game was a game changer. And at the end of the day, you just look at Madden's resume. He's arguably one of the best analysts of all time in any sport. Super right. Bowl champion coach. Right. Probably the most historical, you know, sport video game ever. Would you say? Is that fair? Do you count Mario Kart? But yes. I, yeah, I don't count Mario Kart. What would you, what would even be two it's in the ra- video it's game? racing. Um, NBA Jam? FIFA? Yeah, something like that. Maybe FIFA, yeah. Madden D- to me is just Duck Hunt. Duck Hunt, that's a sport. No, it wasn't bad. Think about nothing is really like, here we are in, in, in this day and age, and you've got like headsets with remotes and stuff. There was a game in 1992 where you could point a gun at the screen and it worked. Like, you just pointed at the screen. Well, I mean, did you own Duck Hunt? Well, no, I didn't have a game system until, uh, like, 1999 or, no, like, uh, 2001, a little behind might, the Averman house. Might have been a point of contention in the Averman house. But I just went to A.J. Riding's house, and he had all the games. But that was many years later. Early on, I went to uh, Justin Gurrell's house. In, that was in 1992, 93. He had Duck Hunt. I'll tell you this about A.J. Every console known to man back oh, in the day, yeah. the junior high. I mean, there wasn't a console he did not have or no. a game. And after that, AJ's involved video games and Napster, downloading not just music. Yeah. Remember, uh, the Metallica drummer did not like that. No. Then, then LimeWire. Actually, AJ had some stuff that wasn't even Napster. Like, he was off the grid, like Dark I was, I was always more of a LimeWire guy than a Napster guy, but Napster... But LimeWire was more like, oh, like I remember in college, yeah, everybody later, just... Yeah. The college Wi-Fi was just – actually, it wasn't Wi-Fi. It was Ethernet into my Dell Inspiron 5100 was just nonstop LimeWire downloads. Is it – it's like, Dad, which I no longer have. phone to cut me out. Yeah. Remember, the Napster guy in Facebook, the movie, was Justin Timberlake, right? Have you seen that? The Napster guy was Timberlake? I don't remember that. You see Facebook, the movie? Because the Napster guy yeah, was one of the original long. investors into Facebook because he had a bunch of money. Fucking nailed it. Then they kicked him out. I think it was Timberlake. All right, now we'll get to the WGC. Uh... This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.